Welcome to A to Z Sports powered by BetMGM. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at A to Z Sports. And you like our Facebook page at A to Z Sports Nashville. We're Nashville's on-demand sports talk network. And we go live every weekday morning at 8 Central Time. Make sure you follow us all across social media. Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Twitch, Instagram. And let's get this thing going. We like to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for our business and they help out you guys. Renters Warehouse Nashville. Renterswarehouse.com is where to go to find out how much your home can rent for. Mandu, the pulse of fitness where one 15-minute workout equals five hours in the weight room. Mandu.com, your first workout is free. Wilson County Hyundai. If you want a new car, check them out. WilsonCountyHyundai.com, they'll help you out. Uh, the uh, Calvin and Settle for your brand new Hardwood floors and finishings at calvinandsuttle.com and the Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care, boneandjointtn.org. So Zach, Spotrack, uh, I think, uh, has carved out a great niche of what they do. They have become, them and like overthecap.com, have become the most two reliable resources for NFL fans during this time of year that is free agency where you can play around with salary cap numbers. You can see what, how much uh, space your team has or doesn't have, and then help you project uh, where these free agents might land. And the Titans, we know, as it was reported later last week by Adam Schefter, the salary cap floor is 180 million, right? That's the floor. According to overthecap.com, the Titans have $188 million of cap liabilities. So they are very tight, if not over the cap. They will have to make some moves. But what do you think about $150 million spent in free agency that Spotrack uh, has projected here? Just, just the figure, the figure. Yeah, well, they, look, they're going to have to spend money because they are going to have to re-sign some of their players and they are going to have to spend money on a pass rusher. They have to. They're going to have to draft a pass rusher and spend money on a pass rusher. They cannot get to the Super Bowl, in which that is their goal. They've made it to an AFC Championship game and lost two years ago. They've got to get make it back to that point, and they have got to win that game. And you're not going to be able to make it to that point, much less win that game, without a free agent pass rusher. So we also know free agent pass rushers are expensive. They yes. are. Right, yes. like free agent running backs are not as expensive. They're not. You can go draft a running back. But when it comes to pass rush, corners, those are high price category. Outside linebackers, high price category. Wide receivers, high price category. Overpaid, if you really want to say it, because they don't usually earn said contract. Some of them do. Most of them do not. Right. And so they're in a situation where they have to spend money on a – uh, on a position that yields a lot of cash. So uh, $150 million, I'm actually not that surprised they're going to spend. I said this last week. John Robinson is telling you, read between the lines. That's what he's saying. He's saying that the the, the coaches in, in Shane Bowen, you know, you, retention of what he is and actually promotion of what uh, of what he is, he has become now the defensive coordinator. He he told us in the press conference in so many words that they are going to spend money because the coaches are not the the problem. The players are the issue. There's there's no that it didn't make any sense last week. If you're yeah. talking about 
a coach and and having the quality carry over. No, it, it, there was no quality. There was you don't want to carry over the trash ass defense that was the Titans' defense last year for the for the duration of the season. You've got to go find guys to sack the quarterback, and free agency is going to be a prime time to do that. You got to right. pay though. Yes, you have to. So Michael Gennetti, who runs Spotrack, did this. He uh, projected some of the big names who could hit the open market uh, and included projected contracts and a best guess, a prediction for each of these big names that could hit the free agent market. So we'll just start it off and get right to it, right? The Titans need to go at a pass rusher. And we talked about this last week in a topic on will John Robinson upgrade the pass rush? And you asked, will they land a big name in free agency? And Michael Gennetti has the Titans doing that. Zach, drum roll. He has the Titans signing edge rusher from Baltimore, Matt Judon, his best guest going to the Tennessee Titans. Gennetti says Judon's 2020 season was cut short due to injury, dampening his value a bit as he hits the open market. Rush needy teams like Tennessee, Las Vegas, and Green Bay will have interest, but only at the right price. So he leaves us with only at the right price. And that price that he has Matt Judon going to the Titans at four years for $65 million. My math I did before the show, because we don't do live math on air, is for $16.25 million a year. Matt Judon to be the Titans' new pass rusher. I think that we're all uh, – I'm going to be less surprised, but I will say you will be surprised on how much the Titans pay for a pass rusher. You, you're talking about the 10 uh, number. You, you said give Clowney 6.9, which is nice and all, but it ain't going to happen. Uh, you have got to pay to play, and these pass rushers are going to yield – a big amount of money and and Matt Judon like that's the type of contract that you're going to have to give him because this is his one of his big years to pull money and look that four-year contract the team will have an out at some point right it will not be just player friendly but that's what you're gonna have to pay man I I I I I put it at 13.5 to 15.5, but maybe I have to raise my number up to 16.5. And I'm not I'm not surprised that I have to do that. Yeah. So somebody asked us there in the chat. Uh it was uh let's see, Tim asked, can you give us Judon's stats over the past three years? I actually can. He's a back-to-back pro bowler. So he made the Pro Bowl this past year and in 2019. He missed two games and three starts with injuries. Last This past season, he had six sacks in the regular season, had one playoff sack against Buffalo. In 2019, he had nine and a half sacks. And in 2018, he had seven sacks. In 2017, which was his second year in the NFL, he had eight sacks. So if you look at the last four years, Matt Judon has 31 sacks in the last four years. That's just a tick under eight sacks per season in the regular season. So that's uh, that's the stats on Matt Judon. Well, Go ahead. So here, here's what I – the figure, and I don't know if I could do this off the top of my head because dating four years, I'm not exactly sure the player. But I wonder if you took the leading pass rusher on the Titans over the last four years and compared that number 
to Matt Judon's over the last four years. Well, you look at Her- look into the last three years because Harold Landry has played three years. Uh, I believe Harold Landry had five and a half this year. I know he had four and a half as a rookie, so that's ten, right? And then I think he had nine um, uh, his second year. So that nineteen sacks for Harold Landry, I believe, is the correct number. Uh, well, Matt- I know he didn't have ten plus his rookie year. Uh, no, no, he, or, or, he had- or I guess it would have been the the. The year before. Okay, so we're trying to find out. Would it have been Brian Arakpo or Derek Morgan? Are we talking like that? Well, I mean, they've been gone for multiple years. So, But Harold Landry over the last three years is the leading Titan sack guy over the last three years. And I think he's had 19 sacks, so that's just over six per year, right? I think the point is is that Matt Judon is better than anything that the Titans, production-wise, have had over Absolutely. the last four years. So no you doubt. have to pay for that. No doubt. Robbie says Judon is a great all-around player, just not a great pass mm-hmm. rusher. Um, let's see. Uh, Michael says, can they just trade for Washington's D line? Yeah, they no, they, they had to spend a lot of draft capital for that. They had to lose a lot of games to get there. They did. Yes. Uh, Judon is a complete player from Steph Dobbs, not the best pure pass rusher, but a damn good player. So let's ask this question, Zach. I find this very intriguing. Would signing Matt Judon satisfy your Titans free agency needs? Would signing Matt Judon satisfy your Titans free agency needs? Uh, But first, let me tell you guys, oh, man, it felt so good, Zach, to get back in the lab yesterday at Mandu. I missed my midweek workout because of the snow. And so got back in the Mandu lab, felt great, already feeling sore this morning. But that's a good type of sore. Mandu.com, your first workout is absolutely free. It's a 15-minute workout, 15 minutes. That's all it takes, a full-body electronic muscle stimulation that simulates over five hours in the weight room. The science is real. The results are real. You will build muscle. You will burn that hard-to-get body fat off, uh, and you can help achieve your fitness goals with Mandu. Mandu's got the trainers who have the education and the science to make it happen. Mandu.com, your first workout is absolutely free. A to Z Sports, Austin. Look, you win some and you lose some, and speaking of bad MGM, I had a rough Friday. I lost some money, but I, I've chugged back. Last, yesterday, Celtics, Pelicans going into overtime to give overtime. me the over. Over, same, man. I was in the same boat. Close to $200 yesterday. So that was, it was a big, big overtime. And you know what? They were about to not even cover in oh. overtime if it wouldn't have been for a foul against Jalen Brown. So I was watching that. It was very intriguing. I was in the game. I didn't think the Pelicans were going to be able to come back. But that's the type of thing that BetMGM does. It makes you interested in maybe Pelicans-Celtics, in which you wouldn't have been. I was watching, and look, I took another over later on in the night. So now I redeem myself from the weekend. You can do this. You can take part in this by using promo code ATOZ Sports and, and download the BetMGM app. Today, it's a ton of fun. Yep, A to Z Sports. Okay, so uh, real quick. I, God, I don't want to do this, but I have to do this. Eric Hall, throwing shade at Eric Hall. He says, Mandu needs to get some new spokesmen. You guys have been doing this for at least a year now, yet don't see any gains or cuts, muscle mass whatsoever, but to each their own. Like, Eric, <laughs> Eric, you, you see, you literally see us from the shoulders up. And you can look at me two years ago and look at me now, and you can see a massive difference in what's happened because I've literally lost 10% of body fat. I'm like hovering around 15% body fat right now because of what Mandu has been able to show me. So Eric, bro, 
like get off your high horse for whatever reason. Now we can get back. Well, no, uh, you know, maybe we should reach out to Manscaped so we can endorse them so he can shave that nut duster off of his chin. You can't come and attack or you're going to get destroyed, bud. You're, you're a top fan, too. Don't be stupid. Be yeah, smart. We'll see ridiculous. if you can change, shave that, that chin dust off your chinny chin chin. We can see you. It's public knowledge. It's a free site on Facebook. I can see you. Yeah. Shave that little half-ass mustache and the chin duster off and clean yourself up. And then go to Mandu and start to get the gains that you so desire. Eric, again, I told Austin this. Don't bring a knife to a gunfight. We have ammunition. Okay, pal? <laughs> God, we digress. <laughs> and then Mike Hall says no relationship with Eric Hall, just to make that clear. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's, yeah, yeah. Let's get back to it. So the Spo track projection, projections from Mike Gennetti, uh, here's, here's what they have. They have Matt Judon. They have the Titans spending over $150 million in contracts on three guys. We'll get to the other two in a second. But would signing Matt Judon satisfy your Titans free agent needs we got to get back to the comments. We got to scroll past all of Eric's response. Uh, Bud Dupree would satisfy. I don't know about that. Jerome, he's coming off an ACL injury. And Matt, Michael Gennetti's projection of a one year, $12 million contract prove it deal for Bud Dupree, I think shows that. Uh, Rob says, yes, it satisfies his needs. It's better than they've had the past 10 years. Bronson Knuckles says it's a start. Philip says, need to go all out and sign Shaq Barrett. And so, Zach, I'm, I prepared for comments like this because the situation is that, like, the Titans have the chance to sign their own players before they hit the open market. So Baltimore has an opportunity to sign Matt Judon before he hits the open market. So I went and looked at that because Shaq Barrett, Michael Gennetti, has Shaq Barrett re-signing with the Bucks. You ready for the numbers, Zach? Four years, $75 million for Shaq Barrett. So that's what winning a Super Bowl will do for you. It'll you won't get you... see all four years. No, no. But again, $75 million for Shaq Barrett. So he, the Titans in this projection, in this game we're playing, do not have an opportunity to go sign Shaq Barrett. They don't have an opportunity to go sign uh, Yannick Ngakwe because Gennetti has him going back to the Ravens. So there are situations that players are off the board. Yeah, and Shaq Barrett's situation is very interesting right i mean fr franchise tag but won a super bowl and still most likely wants to play with tom brady right that is a thing uh, guys want to stay in tampa because they want they love playing with tom brady when tom brady texts you at 11 o'clock at night before the super bowl saying we're gonna win that that is value right? Like that is more than millions of dollars if you already have it. And now you already have a Super Bowl ring. You, I think Shaq Barrett would sign that. I Look, he's not going to the Titans, I'll tell you that. No. But but uh, back on the Matt Judon, and I'll bring up another uh, comment to kind of uh, ask your opinion here, Austin. For, for me to answer the question, I think I, I like that that's a good start because they really need to address that side of the football. But that would be a splash. And we already heard Matt Judon say he would be willing to go to the Titans because money talks, right? That's yeah. that's everything. It's understood. You go get paid. It's a business. Player Players understand that. But let, let's kind of turn this. Uh, King Nat 666 brings up J.J. Watt. He says, J.J. Watt over Judon any day. J.J. is a leader. Judon isn't. We need leadership on the defense. What do you think about that comment? Because we do know, look, 
J.J. Watt is valued as a leader. Now, the sure. age differential, there is age differential yeah. and price differential probably and contract length differential. Right. So, J.J. Uh, Watt, I believe, is three years older than Matt Judon. We know J.J. Watt's a leader because J.J. Watt and others shove it in everybody's face that J.J. Watt is a leader. I don't know if Matt Judon's a leader or not. Like, I, I have no idea. Like, like, there's no way we can know that because unless you follow the Baltimore Ravens or cover the Baltimore Ravens, which... The majority of people watching the Tennessee Titans show do not do that. And so Layla says the Titans need J.J. Watt. So in this track projection, this has J.J. Watt three years for $45 million going to the Browns. I'm not paying J.J. Watt at 32 million at 32 years old $15 million a year. There's no way in hell I but think. You, but I, your prices are so whack, dude, that you're not paying anybody anything. That's your problem. And that's been the way for the last couple of weeks. Okay. You you know, you can't find, uh, you're not in the market. You're not spending. Okay. Let me, let me say this then. I would rather pay Matt Judon four years, 65 than pay JJ Watt three years for 45. I feel like the Tennessee Titans can get more out of Judon at this point in his career than JJ Watt at this point in his career. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. But you have to pay to play. You got to give me a chance to be fair. I'm just saying I'm not. Well, I'm, I did. You weren't, and now you are. So, like, now, I under, now I'm with you. I, I, I agree. I value age 28 in Matt Judon over J.J. Watt. Even, like, the Titans don't need an emotional guy. Like, that. they have Mike Vrabel. Like, Vrabel is that guy. They have Derek Henry, well, they, who we'll they, talk they, about. They do, like, they have the figure. They don't, yeah, they don't necessarily need the JJ Watt type of guy coming in the locker room because this locker room is very tight with the Titans. JJ Watt. So that diminishes the value for me. And so I value youth with Matt Judon over leadership and age with JJ Watt. I think it's a good conversation. All I'm saying is these guys will yield a lot of money. You're not, you will not be able to pay a guy 12 or 10. You're not going to. It's not going to happen. The guys we're talking about will go for 14, 15, and 16. I Look, I was a million off. I was 13, 14, and 15 last week. It sounds like the price is a little bit higher than what I'm saying, but also you can't throw out 12 and 10. It's just you're not going to get anybody. Well, and this has the Titans getting Matt Judon four years, $65 million. So you said – answering the question specifically, you said it's a start to satisfy the free agency needs for the Titans. Yeah, I think what they're going to have to do is get a big-time free agent like Matt Judon. I think that would check that box. Then they're going to have to go get a mid-tier pass rusher and try to find value for a little less money, but you're going to have to spend, and then you're going to have to draft a guy. That's what they need. They need two free agents and a draft pick at outside linebacker to go with Harold Landry. Right, right. And, like, here's an example of what we're doing. Like, Michael Gennetti of Spotrack did not project every free agent, right? He projected five Titans free agents that we'll get to throughout. He projected Johnny Smith, Desmond King, Corey Davis, Jalen Brown, and Clowney, right? So even Daquan Jones isn't involved. The Titans need to go find, like, a Daquan Jones level player from somebody from somewhere else that's younger and bring them in to supplement somebody like Matt Judon in free agency and then add a higher draft pick into the mix there. Yeah, it's kind of tough because Daquan Jones, like I, I'm kind of I think they value him. They like him as a locker room guy, but I think that they 
They gave him his contract, and that contract is over. I think you now, it's like any general manager, you now have to go find the next guy. No doubt. Yeah, Daquan Jones, I believe, is all but gone. All but gone. A to Z Sports here live on this Monday. So we've we've talked about the Titans dishing out $150 million this offseason, according to Spotrack's predictions. One of the contracts is Matt Judon for $65 million. And you're in on that. Uh, yeah, I'm 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 definitely in on that. Like I understand what it takes to get there, but so it's now a lot of you're money. willing to pay $16.5 million. Your, your tune has changed point, from a week ago. 16.25. Okay. 16.25. You weren't I, even I would, close I, to sniffing 16 not, like five days ago. So well, not, I'm just now trying to figure out where your head is. Well, in because your space. Here, here's, I'm looking at the rest of the market. So uh, he has Hassan Reddick going for $10 million a year. Judon's way better than Reddick. He's got uh, Melvin Ingram, who's old, a lot older, going for $12 million a year. He's got Leonard Floyd, who's not nearly as good. Uh, I can't do that live math right now, but it's less than Judon. He has Bud Dupree, the one-year $12 million for the Chiefs. He's got Carl Lawson re-signing for $10 million a year and J.J. Watt going for uh, $15 a year and Trey Henderson, 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 Hendrickson excuse me, from the Saints going for $11 million a year. So that's now that I have a better idea about the market, yeah, I think that's – you're gonna have to pay that. We had a good idea about the market last week. I was, you know, I mean, that's just what well, it was. Here's big what we name, don't know. These big name pass rushers were gonna yield 15. Here's what we don't know: is how are they gonna get the space to do this? Who are who are they gonna have to chop off to go be able to do this? But they'll figure that out. I, I, you're, you're, I feel like that is such like a burden that is not necessarily a burden. That is the job of John Robinson. You get so caught up in finding the money, they'll find the damn money. They right. always do. So Daryl John says, what about uh, Lawson and Dupree? He has Carl Lawson re-signing with the Bengals at four years for $40 million and Bud Dupree going for one year for $12 million for a prove-it deal. King King Nat screaming, all caps. I'd rather have Bud Dupree. Bud tone, du it, tone it down. Bud Dupree is coming off of an ACL tear. He is not healthy and probably won't be healthy leading up until the start of the season. The Titans cannot afford to risk that with what they have to do on defense. A guy coming fresh off an ACL tear that happened late in the season. And that is the difference between the ages, right? Age and production. J.J. Watt is being paid for what he has done. Matt Judon really is being paid for what he's done, but he's 28 years old. Lawson's 25, right? So you're paying him for what he can do. That like So understand like the difference of the amount of money that these guys are going to get paid. I think, I think a lot about that and how I gauge the amount that teams are willing to pay them. All right. So the Titans signed three guys that equal over 150. Judon is one. They re-signed two of their own. Uh, according to the Spotrack proj pro, uh, projection, I'll tell you which two, but first act, tell everybody about Calvin and Settle. Yeah, Calvin and Suttles, where you need to get your hardwood floors. Let well, this the the Rivoli. I keep going back to this. I now can imagine your brand new home. Maybe it's look. I, I think your kitchen could be white themed, and then you could put this dark or uh, this darker hardwood floor in there. And I think the contrast would make it pop. I'm not an interior designer, but. You can ask your wife what she feels, or you can kind of have that feel. Calvin and Subtle will help you out. 
but brand new hardwood floors going in your house, 615-448-6414. Upgrade your home. Instead of moving, don't just up and move. Upgrade the, the, the equity of your house and improve it. Make more money by when you walk in, you got brand new hardwood floors. We've been showcasing them each and every time that we talk about Calvin and Subtle, 615-448-6414 or online at calvinandsubtle.com. It is the sports bet MGM, the king of sports books. Make sure you download the app, sign up, use our promo code ATOZ Sports. There's so many bonuses and things you can get by just signing up with our promo code ATOZ Sports, including a risk free bet up to $600 with your first deposit. Uh, BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. You must be 21 years or older, must be present in Tennessee and for gambling problem support, call the Tennessee Red Line at 800. 800- 889-9789. Download the BetMGM app. Use our code ATOZ Sports when you sign up for that first deposit. So, Zach, uh, Matt Judon's one. Two free agents the Titans re-sign, according to Spotrack, Michael Gennetti, who put out these predictions. Do you want to guess them or you want me to just tell you? What out of the three? Out of so he Matt Judon's one signing. They signed two other players in these predictions. Two of them are their own guys. Who do you think uh, they have re-signing for the Titans? Desmond King and Jonu Smith. You whiffed. 0 for 2. Jonu Smith, gone. Desmond King, gone. He has Corey Davis re-signing for four years, $42 million. That's $10.5 million per year. And Jayon Brown. Here's the real surprise. Jayon Brown, four years, $44 million, $11 million per year for Jayon Brown. I mean, Avery Williamson went for $9 million a year uh, to the Jets, like, what, three years ago? So, like, that's that's inflation. But. And Jayon Brown is a way better player than Avery Williamson. Yeah, I, I you know how I feel about Jayon Brown. I've always been pro Jayon Brown. I think that you can go find another tight end. I think you can definitely go find another another number two wide receiver. Well, I I don't know if this guy knows what he's talking about. I I do not think that they're going to re-sign Corey Davis. Okay, if they so- do, but you know what? I've been dead wrong before, aka Shane freaking Bowen being promoted to defensive coordinator. So you maybe the Titans listening. do that. You, I, you I just, just weren't listening. Is is you were wrong because you didn't listen. You're trying to you're trying to believe that it it could not be a possibility that they actually well, promoted. It, it sounds stupid. Yes. Yes. But anyway, so let's let's continuity, ask this, bad continuity. Yeah, right? I, I agree. If I'm you're with trash, you. why I'm do you bring you. somebody back whose defense has been bad. Again, the Shane Bowen thing wasn't me saying I promote I want to promote Shane Bowen as D coordinator. It was I think they're going to do this. Right. <laughs> like they can make those decisions. The Corey right. Davis thing, let's start with that. Do you think that that's going to happen? Well, let's let's talk about it this way because I think we have an interesting question for everybody. Let's prioritize these three guys. Let's prioritize the Titans. Corey Davis, Johnny Smith, and Jayon Brown. Who should be the biggest priority of those three for the? Titans? I don't want to get to that rule. I don't. I don't want to start that. That's why I asked you about Corey Davis individually before we got that. The, well, my answer Corey- is what? No. Why? 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 Why are you doing this? <laughs> because well, the 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 conversation changed. I want to know what you think about Corey Davis. 
We'll get to this. We'll My answer about- of what I think about Corey Davis is in the answer of the question that we promoted for the show. I, I'm, I'm running the show like we're supposed to run the show. Like, what are you talking about? Let's answer I, the question that we th- that we're throwing out there. I want to know. Okay, so, so I, I, I would question. like to know your your thoughts on Corey Davis. I will. I will give my thoughts on Corey Davis while we answer the question: Who should the Titans prioritize um, more, the most? Corey Davis, Johnny Smith, or Jayon Brown? So I'm going to read some comments real quick because we got a lot of people coming coming in with their answers. Uh, let's see, Jayon from Young JD, Johnu from Rob. Uh, Robbie says, let Corey go. There's so many good wide receivers in the draft to replace him. Um, let's see, Johnu, Dave, you're answering, prioritize Desmond King. That's not the question. Which of these three would you prioritize? Number one, Corey Davis, uh, Johnu Smith, or Jayon Brown? Uh, G-Man says, Jayon. Kyle says, Jayon. Brent says, Corey Davis at 10.5 mil is better than Adam Humphreys at nine. I mean, I don't disagree with that. Well, that's, what I wanted, that's what I was going into. Like, I'm curious now, Austin. I have. I am very curious of what you're going to say because I do. I my my prior question. Unless you answer this question a certain way, I I, I don't know. So, what do you think? What is your answer on this question? I no, my no, my biggest priority for the Titans re-signing their own guys is Jonu Smith. Jonu Smith, I think, is the way is the one guy they need to bring back the most is Jonu Smith because he ties the passing and running game together so nicely. He's got all the skill set that, like, sure, you can go draft a tight end to do the Anthony Ferkser role or to do the Michael Pruitt role, but can you find one guy who can do everything like Jonu Smith? I doubt it because Jonu Smith blocks. He goes in motion. He can run the damn ball. He can run screens. He can go down the field. He can. He's a red zone threat. He's a yak threat. Jonu Smith does everything. And the guy scored eight touchdowns last year when he was having a block for like the last two-thirds of the year, and he was dealing with a knee injury that he missed some time with. Jonu Smith, I think, it needs to be the Titans' number one priority. Yeah, this has nothing. That's why I want to have to talk about Corey Davis. Number I asked two, you about Corey Davis. I know I don't care about two or three. The number, the question is, is what is your biggest priority? Austin, my question prior that has nothing to do with your answer. I knew you were going to say John U. Smith because you've said John U. Smith before. You and I, no flip flop. I believe you were going to go the way that you did. My question is, Spotrack has Corey Davis as a priority. My question prior, as I asked you, is. Do you think the Titans will do this? Will they entertain a four-year deal for $10-plus million to Corey Davis? It has nothing to do with the question we just asked. There's a different question. What do you think? I, I think I think $10.5 million for Corey Davis is too much. Do you think the Titans will do that? I don't know what they're going to do. I, I think Corey Davis is one – Corey Davis, I think, has a feeling that he wants to stay with the Tennessee Titans. I think the Titans would like to have Corey Davis back because they value what Corey Davis brings as a wide receiver. He is also a very well-rounded player, uh, and they don't have anybody behind A.J. Brown and Corey Davis that they can rely on. Like, Adam Humphreys is unreliable because of his injuries, and everybody else behind Adam Humphreys is not an NFL player consistently. They're practice squad guys. And so if they lose Corey Davis... They have to fill big shoes very fast. Same thing with Jonu Smith. 
So I think they're going to entertain the idea of bringing Corey Davis back. I don't know if $10.5 million is the price. I find that to be a little high. So you don't know if they would, would you? I would entertain bringing back Corey Davis, but probably not for $10.5 million a year. Okay, so here, this is the reason why I want to get into the conversation of wide receiver. It doesn't make any sense to me to pay Corey Davis, who has been wildly inconsistent. Let's just say that. He's not reliable. Big games, he dropped off. He went away against the Baltimore Ravens. Couldn't see him. At times, at games, he just disappears. Alakazam. All of a sudden, you don't know where he is. He had his best year of his career this past year, but he is not worth $10 million. And for Corey Davis, he needs to go somewhere else and get paid, son. Like, go go somewhere else. Get your money. Go to a lesser franchise. Go to the Lions. Go to the Bengals. Go somewhere else to get your money and and make your money there. Because the the opportunity, the older you get, and based on your history, you're not going to get another opportunity like this one. It doesn't also make sense to me, Austin, to pay – two lesser wide receivers, a total of close to $20 million in Adam Humphreys and Corey Davis. You know what you're getting with Corey Davis. He's not going to just turn a corner and become Calvin Ridley. It's not going to happen. He's a He is a bust for being a number five overall pick. He's not worth $10 million. Go find another guy or, and here is my or, the only way that I can find a reason or rationale to re-sign Corey Davis for the Titans is if you cut Adam Humphreys. You have to get rid of that contract off of your books to justify, you, you talk about the consistency of, of, of the wide receiver room and having Corey and AJ there. You need to get Adam Humphreys off of your books you're going to have to take a salary cap hit because that's the cost of, of living. Yeah, yeah. Even if you cut Adam Humphreys, he still counts $5 million. You save four by cutting him, but you still have to pay him $5 mil. Right, but it makes no sense to keep Corey Davis unless that happens. I still would argue that it doesn't. I know you don't want to start bare bones and just like start and, over. And again, this is the reason why John Robinson's whiffed again in the draft by not drafting a wide receiver worth a damn. If you draft a wide receiver in the middle rounds last year, maybe that guy gets reps, some reps, better than Cam Batson or Khalif Raymond or Nick Westbrook during the season. So now you're better prepared to move on from Corey Davis, but now you're not. And so now if you do move on from Corey Davis, which I don't disagree with, if you do move on from him, then there is so much weight on a rookie's shoulders who might be a second round or third round draft pick to come in and produce immediately. And that's why John Robinson was short-sighted when he lacked a wide receiver draft pick this past season. That's why I was so damn mad over after the draft about not drafting a wide receiver. Do you, I mean, do you see that now? They, but I was the, looking down. the. I, I understand, but that was, that was your prediction, which actually ended up being correct in the Thank sense you. of, Khalif Raymond did not turn out to be what they thought he could be. They shouldn't bank on Khalif they did, Raymond. They, they did. You should never bank on a five foot eight, one hundred and seventy pound did. wide receiver. What he did in the playoffs, they thought that that he ran a go route. In the he playoffs. caught it. He caught. He caught a couple of big catches a, last year, two years ago. 
and that was the justification for them. It was was it would it end up being wrong? Yeah, it ended up being wrong. But that was their justification of not doing what you pushed them to do, which is draft a wide receiver and try to develop. AJ Brown is the only wide receiver that is they've they've actually hit on for where they drafted him. Tajay Sharp gave you more value than a fifth round pick, I would argue, towards yeah. the end. But Taewon Taylor was a complete and utter joke. Corey Davis has been a bust for number five overall pick. Like bad draft picks. And so are you and nine million dollars a year? Has Adam Humphreys been worth that? No, because he's been hurt, and that's not his fault. Like it's the concussion against the Bengals was a really unfortunate thing for Adam Humphreys, and you have to start con- being concerned about his well-being and his future in the NFL because of how long that hit kept him out. So Devin says, "Stop saying two years ago it was last year." Devin, do you understand what I'm saying? I'm talking about their AFC Championship run season. That was Khalif Raymond. The reason why they didn't go get another wide receiver is after that season, that would have been 2019, after the 2019 season, that's why they didn't draft a wide receiver because they thought Khalif Raymond could do some of the things that he did towards the back half of the 2019 season in which we saw zero of that essentially in 2020. All right, all right. So I have a. I'm going to reset because we haven't talked about Jalen Brown yet. In in my opinion, if we're prioritizing these three guys, Corey Davis, Johnny Smith, or Jalen Brown, I think there is only there is no way both Johnu and Corey are back. I think they have to pick one or the other. And in my opinion, you pick Johnu Smith over instead Corey of Corey Davis. Davis. Instead of Corey Davis. Yes. Hell in, hell yes. In my opinion, <laughs> that's what you have to do. Hell yes. And so let, let's just look at the the Johnu Smith contract prediction from Spotrack. He has Johnu Smith going to the New York Jets for 4 years, 32 million dollars. Sign me up 8 million a year for Johnu Smith before I'm paying Corey Davis 10 plus. Yes. All right, I, I so mean that th- but who, who what's the guy's name who did this? Michael Janetti. Genodi. He doesn't know what is going on with the Titans. He doesn't know. He has not seen all of Corey Davis's snaps. It's not his I, fault. I, it's man, okay. It's like okay. You're discrediting Michael Genetti. Michael Genetti does a really no, good job. I'm discrediting his knowledge on Corey Davis. That's all I'm discrediting. I'm not discrediting his knowledge in general or his acumen or what he's built. I respect him. Smotrack is a very reputable website. That's why we're referencing him. I am questioning his knowledge of Corey Davis. That's what I'm doing because I, you, and most of our viewers here that are Titans fans know the ins and outs of what Corey Davis brings and what he doesn't bring, what he's worth and what he's not worth. That's all I'm saying. And look, I I don't expect this guy to to be the, the NFL genie, but I will question his knowledge on the Corey Davis situation to pay him said 10 plus million dollars to be retained by the Tennessee Titans. I'll do that every day of the week and twice on Sunday. All right. It is Z sports. Let's talk about this Jay on Brown thing in a second. Uh, real quick. Let me tell you first about uh bone and joint Institute, the bone and joint Institute right there in Franklin bone and joint TN.org. Actually later today, we are going to talk to a, elbow doctor, an orthopedic surgeon about Jayon Brown's injury. So that's coming to you around 1250, one o'clock central time later on today uh, with Dr. Byram at 
uh, the Bone and Joint Institute. Boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. If you have an injury that happens in life, make sure you know where to go to get the best care possible. That's at Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org. Got a good comment that Austin, I think you could very eloquently answer because you've done that many a times on the same question, but don't forget BetMGM. Uh, I got a couple of good picks tonight in the NBA. I've already jumped on one. Uh, Blazers, Mavs, watch out for that. Two West Coast teams. You could kind of hint of where I'm going to go on that. BetMGM promo code A2Z Sports. We're going to be giving out promotions throughout. And the best part is they hook you up with like parlay boosts. They hook you up with free bets at times if you go and do certain things. Like it is awesome. It really is. It's a great, great experience. Obviously, obviously gamble responsibly and don't, you know, overstep your means. But BetMGM, download the app today, but make sure when you sign up, use the promo code ATOZ Sports right there. Austin, here's the question. Yeah. It comes from, I got to scroll back up. Oh, Scott. Scott says, I don't understand the Janu love. 44 catches this past season. Look, I'll answer it this way. Real football ain't fancy football. In fancy football, Jonu Smith is not an elite tight end. But in real football, he's not an elite tight end either, but he's a lot closer to that. He's a well-rounded player. And Jonu Smith's production is directly correlated to the Titans' lack of left tackle health. When Taylor Lewan was playing for the first five se- five games of this past season, Jonu Smith was averaging 44 yards per game, which is around 800 yards in the season, and one touchdown per game. He was averaging one full touchdown per game. He wasn't going to catch 16 touchdowns. Right, but. no, he wasn't. But but he still caught eight, but he caught five of his touchdowns when Lawan was there. Without Lawan, obviously, Johnny Smith had to help out Ty Sambrilo and David Questenberry. His production yards per game went from 44 yards a game to 22 yards per game, and his touchdowns per game went from one touchdown per game to 0.3 touchdowns per game. That's And Johnny Smith helped out. The reason why you're like, the reason why some Yahoo's on here saying you can trade Taylor Lewan because obviously he wasn't that impactful to the offense is because Johnny Smith helped out Sam Brilo and Questenberry so well. Like, that's why. Is because Janu Smith is as developed himself, credit to Janu, into a well-rounded, full three down, never take him off the field tight end. Yeah, and, and I, I think Janu is a third round pick from FIU. You talk about developed. Yes. He has developed. Yes. That guy was is not even close to the same player he was when he was entering the league. He, he didn't have to block in college. And now look what he just did next to the backup and backup to the backup left tackle. All right, so I value Janu. I don't value Corey, as we know. I do value Jayon. Now, things have slightly changed. I think he, he should come back from a dislocated elbow at full strength. We'll find it, out more about that stuff later today. Right. And, and, and yeah, that's exactly right. I, I think we're going to learn a lot on this doc talk. And that's why I love teaming with Bona Joint Institute right there in Franklin is we get to talk to a real doctor that has actually helped this injury that Jayon is experiencing. Now I find massive value in Jayon Brown. He was having a career year when he went out. He was, he was overshadowing 
a first round pick. I, he wasn't Sean having Evans. a career year. Jalen Brown started off slow this past season and was starting to play a lot better. He wasn't having a, quite a career year, but he was playing really. He was on really that high trajectory. Level. His stock was going. He was his playing was at a really rising. high level when he got hurt, but early on in the year, Jayon struggled some. But go ahead. Uh, I I disagree with that. I okay. mean, some like every other player, but he was overshadowing the first round pick, Rajon Evans. No, that's that's also true. Both things are true, and so that that's why the trajectory of his season was to have a career year. If he would have okay. finished it out, ifs and buts, beer nuts, he didn't. He gets hurt. Does that decrease his value in the offseason? I think slightly. I don't think a ton, but I think slightly. I still think he can get the nine to ten million that a inside linebacker of his age and of where his ilk is is right around the money line. And so uh, but Jayon Brown, Rashawn Evans didn't show you enough that he is just gonna become Devin's white. <laughs> yeah. He ain't going to hit there. He ain't going to be Brian Urlacher. He's not going to be Luke Keekley. That ain't happening, okay? His ceiling, he has shown, he has revealed his cards. He does not have a straight. He has like two pair. And so you're going to try to figure out where that last card on the river to make a full house is. But he ain't a royal flush. He ain't a flush and he ain't a straight but you're trying for it not to be just two pair twos and fours right now. I think he's, if you want to go with that analogy, Rashawn Evans has like uh two tens and two eights. He's trying to get another 10 for a full house. That's what Rashawn Evans is. And as a late first round pick, I like his leadership. I like his locker room mentality. He, at times he can cut through the defense and make tackles. He's shown flashes, but, Jayon Brown, he just played better than him. And Jayon so Brown is I value way, that. Jayon Brown is better than Rashawn Evans. Yes, that's not the way that it should be. <laughs> yes. That's the way that it. But that's the way it is, right? Yeah. And so you can't worry about what it should be. You have to worry about what it is. The problem with Jayon Brown is that, like Corey Davis, and, and this is where I think why I think the Titans are more likely to move on from Corey Davis and Jayon Brown is because the college game is giving you more Corey Davises and Jayon Browns than they are Jonu Smiths. I, I think you have to, you have to, twice now, they've drafted fifth-round middle linebacker, gotten really good stuff out of fifth-round middle linebacker during the rookie contract, let him go. I think Jayon Brown is going to be like Avery Williamson, and he's going to be playing elsewhere. Like They just can't give out the market value for Jayon Brown because John Robinson has shown he can go find pretty good inside linebackers late in the draft. David Long is more Rashawn Evans than he is Jayon Brown in their play styles, but David Long was a six-round draft pick and is playing fairly well as a six-round draft pick. So go spend a fourth, fifth, or sixth-round draft pick to replace Jayon Brown because that's what you've been good at. And don't spend $11 million on Jalen Brown a year. That doesn't make any sense. And Austin, I have to correct you because you tried to correct me. I have done the numbers, and he was on pace to have a career year by far no, in tackles, in forced fumbles, in solo tackles, and in interceptions. So Jalen Brown was playing a at a career Black, pace no, for 2020 compared to all three previous years. So 
I, I want you to come with facts. If you were correct, I would have uh, admitted Zach, that my wrongs, but I am dead correct. Tackles, like Kevin Byard had a career year in tackles, and Kevin Byard didn't have a good year, right? Like tackles don't tell me a lot. In every single category. Not in solo sacks. tackles, Not in combined sacks. tackles, Not in sacks. forced fumbles, and in interceptions. Not sacks. I mean, Jalen, like Zach, line, you cannot look at tackles and be like, oh, the guy had 100 tackles. He had a great year. That's not necessarily true. Where are the tackles being made on the field? Austin, in sacks, yes. Through 16 games, he had one sack in 2019. He had already had a sack in 2020 through 10 games. I'm You're wrong. I have the numbers. Zach, You're going to get beat. I've already his, calculated Zach, them. Dude, chill out, man. His career high in sacks is six in a year. <laughs> Jalen Brown was not having a career year. He was playing at a high level when he got hurt. Early in the year, Jalen Brown was struggling. In the middle of the year, he started playing really well, but he was not having a career year. His career year was in 2018. He was having a career year Whatever, based on dude. the numbers You're... that he was – it was. Okay. All right. But so how do you feel about – yeah, thank you, Jason. Akeem Mayers had over 100 tackles one year too. Not sacks, but tackles. But um, – so what do you think about Jalen Brown? Are you, are you okay his, with his total tackles were was going to go from 105 in 2019 to 121? That I was don't his care pace. about total tackles. Where it, they happening? It, it on does the field. matter. Where are they happening on the field? You don't know that. You don't know that by looking at a box score in February compared to what was happening on the field in October. You were you just complimented on how well he was playing when he got hurt. Yes, so but so he wasn't he was, having a career he was year because the linebacker they had. Zach, he, yeah, like that's not in, that's not incorrect though. But he wasn't having like him not having a career year and being the best linebacker they had are are true at the same damn time. He struggled early in the season, which told me that he was not able to have a career year because of his early season struggles. He was playing at a high level at the time that he got hurt. He was on pace for a career year. Whatever. So like, I, I, I value Jayon Brown. Nine to ten million dollars is a tough mark for him. But I actually, because of Rashawn Evans not being, you're going to have to make a decision on Rashawn Evans, right? I mean, that's this in, year. In May. Right? Yeah. I, I, my totem pole goes Jayon Brown, Jonu Smith, Corey Davis. I like, like, the, the Jonu Smith, I'm like 1A, 1B. I'm really close. I have, because of the injury to Jayon Brown and because of what we know about Janu, of how hot he started, but why he cooled off. If they if I switch that, if Janu was one and Jayon was two, I would be okay with it. But I, I don't like their trajectory. And Ferkser stepped up. Let's just be honest. Well, like and, and Anthony Ferkser, Anthony Ferkser is an interesting part about this whole puzzle because He's a restricted free agent, but you're going to have to pay him over $2 million this year as a restricted free agent. But I do think Anthony Ferkser is worth it. But you can't have Anthony Ferkser not have Johnny Smith. Like, Anthony Ferkser is more like Adam Humphreys than Johnny Smith. Well, you would Smith. go draft another tight end. Yeah, I, I know that. But then again, so you're going to have to replace Johnny Smith and Corey Davis in the same year? Yes. It's a lot. Well, again, you're... Look at With your rookies. pieces. With Look rookies. at your pieces. Look, all will not be here. Adam so, Humphreys, Corey Davis, and John o. Smith. So all Zach, will what, not be What here. you just said, what you just said is that they're going to have to go find an edge rusher, replace Corey Davis, and replace John o. Smith all by all with rookies. That's what you just said. That 
Because you, you're talking about drafting a pass rusher high and replacing well, you both. Know, well, you're going to buy a pass rusher. That, no, so you've, Zach, you, you – I said, said Matt Judon. Zach, you have said this several times. You have to dr- sign a pass rusher and draft a pass rusher, correct? Yes. So you're going to have to draft a pass rusher? It's not replacing, though. That's wrong. My point is – I know where, your point, but it's incorrect my because point of how is, you explain You just it. went over in the draft in 2020. Now you're going to have to try to replace Corey Davis and Jonathan Smith and get a good pass rusher all in the draft. That's hard. You've got to have at least Corey or J- or, or Jonu back. You can you have sign Jayon and Jonu. Okay, if that, uh, that that that's what I've always said. Okay. I've always valued Jayon more now that Jonu and because of what has happened to Jayon, I trust though Jayon sticking the defense because of maybe the deficiencies of Rashawn Evans. Because Anthony Ferkser has been good, and even Michael Pruitt has played well at times, they've been able to duct tape some of their tight ends together. John U is le- has somewhat less value to me because of that, but you can keep Jayon and John U, and I will be happy. Then that you're probably going to keep Adam Humphreys, and then right. you go draft wide receiver number two. That is what I say. That that I I don't disagree with that. I don't I don't know about the Jayon Brown signing because you've got to add corners. Like so, let's just run through that this. That makes real quick. sense, right? That that makes the most logical sense. You you re-sign Janu and Jayon. You buy a pass rusher. You draft a pass rusher. You end up keeping Adam Humphreys, and then you draft a wide receiver number two or depending on your money and what you're going to do with Malcolm Butler and Desmond King, do, can you go buy a wide receiver number two? I, I, I know, think it's going to be too expensive. I think you either pay Corey Davis, and if you don't pay Corey Davis, you go spend first or second round draft pick on a wide receiver. Corey Davis is not good. Listen to what I'm saying, Zach. I'm I know saying he's not worth $10 million. My, I'm, I agree with he's you. He's not Listen, worth five. Yeah, uh, <laughs> no, that's bullshit. Whatever. Listen to what I'm saying about this. You either you either re-sign Corey Davis or you draft a second. Are you listening? No. I'm laughing at your comment. What? What comment? Of you saying BS is value to five million dollars. He is worth five million dollars. Yes, he's absolutely. His numbers say no. Yes, they do actually. (laughs) You don't. You don't. You don't value. NFL free agents for a living, Zach. You don't know that. Look, my, look at my, his years in the league. Oh, my God. As a top five pick, he's been trash. <sighs> Disappearing in big games. That, that doesn't mean that he's not worth $5 million a year, though. If I'm a general manager, he's not. Okay, well, that's why you're so not then a I move manager. on from him because it, just like what you, you're trying to pay uh, an ed, a top-name edge rusher like $8 million or $10 million, and that's not going to happen. Zach, my, my point to this is there's no purpose, there's no point to signing a free agent wide receiver too. It's, you're either going to re-sign Corey Davis and keep that continuity because that, that is good continuity. Or if you don't re-sign Corey Davis and you spend it on a rookie contract with a first or second round pick, that is You're my overall. You're gonna have to just get a lower tier wide receiver too. Then and Corey that... Davis. So how Corey Davis was is not really... a lower tier free agent wide receiver in this. They're not going to get. Then there's no point to I, I, signing I, a free agent wide receiver who's going to cost them eight million dollars a year. It just depends on if where you're going to draft your wide receiver number two. Is it going to be the second, second round? round? It's going to have to be the second round because you're going to have to draft a pass rusher in your first round. Exactly. 
second first sec, first round pass rusher, second round wide receiver. There's a potential to be able to flip flop that based on how the draft board falls, and we don't know right now because it's February twenty second. And you need a corner and a defensive tackle, and you don't know what your damn tack your your right tackle is up to because he's throwing ones at strippers on boats. Is he still doing that? <laughs> I didn't check Pro- his Instagram story. This probably. Weekend. All right, A to Z Sports here live on the show. Let's talk about Derrick Henry uh, and his biggest competition for the Madden cover. Who is Derrick Henry's biggest competition for the next Madden cover? But first, Zach, tell everybody about Wilson County Hyundai. Yeah, Wilson County Hyundai is where you need to get your ride. 2012 Sonata. Honestly, Austin, it cut through some snow this weekend. Yeah. I was able to 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 turn it turn it loose around Nashville, and I didn't have a problem. I knock on wood, I, you know, I didn't get stuck or anything. And I, it was a reliable car, a reliable vehicle, and that's what you need. That's WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Payne Bone and his team will hook you up with a great ride. A Hyundai is where you need to go. The Palisade has the snow edition, right? So you just knock that thing to snow mode. Man, it's like a video game, but it's in real life. The 2021 Palisade, they've got them in stock at WilsonCountyHyundai.com. A to Z Sports, don't forget BetMGM, promo code ATOZ Sports. Download the app, sign up, use our promo code ATOZ Sports. You get a risk-free bet up to $600 with your first deposit. There's so many other specials you can jump on with odds boost, parlay boost, uh, the Lions boost the day that's usually pretty intriguing. I've got an in-game parlay going on tonight uh, with the Jazz game. Uh, hit an NBA parlay, uh, in-game parlay yesterday uh, with the Pelicans as well. So A to Z Sports is the promo code at BetMGM. Download that app today. Zach, who is the biggest competition to Derrick Henry for the cover of Madden 22? I think it's a great question because I think Madden – 22 makes so much sense for number 22. Yeah. This is the height of his career. He just had a 2000 yard season back to back seasons as the leading rusher in the NFL. He's the face of the Titans franchise. Nike loves him. He's a Heisman trophy winner. So you see him on those Nissan commercials. He's now on old spice. So he smells good. This is Derrick Henry's year to be on the cover. If there was a year, I mean, genius i thought i think we've had some good yeah uh comments we're gonna have to x some of them because you're not going to be on the madden cover twice they're not going to do that like doubtful uh, i think the tom brady idea is very intriguing because he plays for a new team yep and he just won a super bowl with his new team so you think tom brady is his biggest competition i didn't say that I, I just think it's. I just think Tom Brady on the Madden cover is very intriguing. The, if there it, was going to be one to go uh, again, I would agree. It would be Tom new, Brady. Yeah, new team just won a championship. Fire the cannons. I could buy that. I'd get on. You would buy that. it. You would buy. You would buy the poster size cover. No, no, I would just buy the deluxe edition. I don't know what that means. You get more stuff with it. Oh, okay. <laughs> like what? Like what comes in the deluxe edition? Like of the Madden, like more stuff, like what stuff? Like they have things like game features. Sometimes they give you like, I remember the first time they had that was 2005 Madden, which was Ray Lewis's year. They had a, a deluxe edition. It's just, they give you uh, more features. Maybe they give you a little like toy boat, you know, fire or a pirate ship. You're right. 
fire them cannons right for for Tom Brady. Maybe it's a TB12 swag. I don't know. They team up. That would be smart. So uh, marketing genius right there. So let's. Let, I think Tom Brady is very interesting. I do think Derrick Henry is an obvious Madden uh, cover candidate. I think he's the leader in the clubhouse. I would agree with that. I would agree. Josh Allen was an interesting comment uh, from somebody here, but just because of quarterback and the guy put up ridiculous numbers. Travis uh, Kelsey. Travis Kelsey, but how recent was Mahomes just on there? Well, so last year was Lamar Jackson. The year before it was Patrick Mahomes. Okay, so I doubt they go Chiefs two out of three years. Yeah, but Kelsey's coming off of his best year. No, I, I know that, but but again, like you just had Derrick Henry come off of the fifth best season in running back history. Has Aaron Rodgers been on the cover? Yes, I want to say 2010. He was on oh uh, nine. I gotta make sure that it's not one of those like. There's all uh, those custom covers. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you so never really know. Dang, I can't. Tell he was Aaron Rodgers has been on um, Madden cover before. Why can't? Why is this? Why have people made so many like bunk fake? Was it Madden eighteen? What the hell? Yeah, it's it's really hard find to find it. It's really it's really hard to find. Madden eighteen. Aaron no. Rodgers on Madden eighteen. No, there's no way. That was Tom. See Madden seventeen. Gronk. Madden sixteen. O OBJ fifteen. Richard Sherman. Still no Rodgers. So there's different ones for like. Xbox and PlayStation, it's really difficult. 13 with Calvin Johnson, 12. Peyton Hillis. Yeah, I mean, I now that. Drew Brees was 11. Yeah. What, are, what is going on? Paul Amalu and Fitzgerald. I don't think he's ever been on it. Really? I think Aaron Rodgers is going to be on it, unfortunately. That's so weird. It was, it was far. The the Packers, when I was thinking, was Brett Favre in that season. And then that got misconstrued because of the Jets, because they had two covers, because then he got traded to the Jets. Yeah. So, man, weird Madden covers. So, I I, I do think uh, the the top competition, I think Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, and then Derrick Henry. In that order of what you think? No, I think Derrick Henry's the leader in the clubhouse. I, I think I, Aaron Rodgers is the leader in the clubhouse now. Let's think about this though. Like, what's gonna like? Who is? Like, I think, I think Derrick Henry is more widely likable than Aaron Rodgers. There are people out there who hate Aaron Rodgers. Nobody like hates Derrick Henry. Uh, I think you value uh, recognition no, more I, than likability. Like, I'm not. I'm not saying you're wrong, but I do think that goes into a factor of it. Like, people hate Aaron Rodgers. No, there is no reason to dislike Derrick Henry. You might know who Derrick Henry is. You might not. No, like people like Derrick Henry. Like as a you, human, you like being. that caption down there, Madden Twenty Who? Yeah, that was good. I, I, I mean, like that, that. that it's 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 creative for. This is what I was thinking. Here's another caveat. What is the feature going to be in this year's game? Usually it goes towards the cover, right? So like uh, last year was Lamar Jackson. So running with your quarterback becomes an X factor. There was, you know, the, is it going to be more of a running back feature or a quarterback feature? 
this makes actual sense to have a running back feature and have Derrick Henry's stiff arm where you can just like completely destroy a man. That's good. That's what they need to do is they need to make Derrick Henry be able to destroy a human being on the in the game because well, that's like, highlight like, central. Like Bo Jackson back in the day or yeah, work like, done on Sega Genesis. Right, Re, recreating the Josh Norman, and who else did he do that to? A couple others. A guy from the Lions that nobody's ever heard of. It's like the it's like the Anthony Edwards poster. He did that on a guy that really nobody ever heard of. Yeah, well, like, like the guy from the Lions that Henry shoved into the dirt, it was his first NFL game ever. Like, he had just been pulled up from the practice squad, and, like, you know that guy had his family all excited about it. Myers, Alex Myers, I think was his name. And he just got just embarrassed on national TV in his first ever NFL game when all of his friends and family were watching that. Maybe they improved the toss sweep. Yeah, because right now that toss don't work. That toss doesn't work. Doesn't work (laughs) at all. All right, it is eSports here live on a Monday. Zach, Monday means bad sales job. Which So how bad sales job works is... Zach and I each give each other uh, something that they have to sell to the audience and they have 30 seconds to do it. And it's going to be a really difficult thing to do. And we have to, who had to figure out who wins, who did the best bad sales job on the show. So bad sales job coming up. Uh, but first, let me tell you guys about renters warehouse, renters warehouse, Com. They're the professional landlords. Go to the website to find out how much your home can rent for. There's so many different ways you can use renterswarehouse.com to your benefit, whether it's creating extra cash flows for you and your family. Renterswarehouse.com is where to go. A to Z Sports. Don't forget BetMGM. I do. I'll just give you a little preview of what I'm looking for tonight. Mavericks, Blazers, the over, it looks tasty to me. Two West Coast teams that go at a high clip. I've been making a lot of money on the overs on NBA. Uh, I started with $500. I got a lot more money than $500 in that account right now. I'm pushing close to three grand. So we're uh, we're chugging right along. You can be a part of this. Use promo code ATOZ Sports. That's the promo code. Download Bet MGM app right there. It is eSports here live on a Monday. Let's end the show with bad sales job. Zach, I believe it is your turn to go first to me on bad sales job. It's been two weeks because we had Monday off last week for President's Day. So I actually don't remember who went first last. Um, I have no clue. I, I think I went first to you and then you re-upped and went harder on me. That That's what happened. We're live at Mandu. Uh, oh yeah, no, that's what it was. I, I, I forgot what your question was. And so I sold the wrong thing and lost. Yeah. So you, you ask you, I, yeah, it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, these things don't matter because we're both going to have to do them. Yes. Um, all right. So I I'm stuck between two. I've done one similar to the one to, to one that I'm thinking of. So I'll, I'll do a little bit different. You have to sell us on why going to jail or prison is not that bad. I think I think it is sellable. I think it is difficult, but it is sellable. Why jail slash prison 
for let's say over a year, right? Let's because you don't want to just go for a day. Over a year is not that bad. So 365 days or greater in jail or prison is not that bad. You got the clock? Uh, hold on. Yeah, yeah I, I was about to say, you got the clock let ready? Get the clock. Let me get the clock. All right, whenever you're ready. So if you're going to jail or prison for a year, you have to think about this actually as an opportunity, an opportunity to work on yourself. It's a chance for self-reflection, self-growth, there's a lot of reading material you can do. You can get educated in fields outside of what you've been working on in your career. It's a chance to really grow as a human being. And you're not going to have the time to do that if you're not in prison or in jail where it's a rehab process. It truly is. And time. <laughs> I, I thought you did well right up at the end. And until you're not going to have an opportunity to do any of this stuff without being in prison or jail. I've been so nobody has the ability to self-reflect or no, do anything not, not with the time. themselves. Not with the time. Not with that amount of time. You're that, never going to have that much time on your hands. I, I mean, you constantly do have time. Time is what you think of it as. But I would say you did really good up until the point where you said you cannot do any of that without being in prison or jail, which does not make any sense. Well, no, it, you, I, I misspoke. I didn't completely. I, I, I know you misspoke. My thought. In, in a sale, you can't misspeak. No, no, you're right. You're right. I misspoke there at the end okay zach um you (laughs) um crap where did mine go i had it i didn't write it down which i need to do that you have to sell me on why walking to the grocery store from your house is way better than driving. I I get I'm getting the time. Ready when you are. Oh, I've got like four things. Perfect. All right. Um and I'm going to begin. Number one is exercise. You're actually walking and moving and bettering yourself by walking to the grocery. Once at the grocery, you can only get a certain amount of items. So you're going to spend less money. That's more money that you are going to save in only getting the essentials. And that's key. Everybody overspends. When they're hungry, they go to the grocery store. You overspend. You can't do that. You also... That's a form of weights walking back because you're going to have to carry those, which is more weight, which helps you, your legs, your arms walking to and done. I mean, that I, I, I think that I, I, I messed up. I thought you were going to, I thought you were going to be anti walking guy. I I just thought you were going to be so stuck in your mind that you thought, that you weren't going to be able to get over. No, well, this is bad sales jobs. I'm trying to sell something. Well, that, that I've done that work. before. I've done that before with you, where you've gotten you haven't been able to get over your own abilities. 
Yeah, I, I messed up. You got an easy. All right, so well, again, that's back to back. I messed up the week before or two weeks yeah. ago, and you yeah. messed up this. So we're tied. We are tied. We're tied. I think four and four or five and five, whatever it is. But I think we're five and five. Five and five. Yeah. No, uh, I mean I, that. Was, I I knew. I, I gave you. I I soft tossed you one, and you just crushed it. Yeah, I mean. That was, would you would you walk to the grocery store from my house? Yeah. Um, I mean, would I? Yeah. No. I mean, if, because I have the ability to do other things to get there. Right? I have a car. So you're saying? No, I was just. If I can't use a car, like if I'm yeah, backed like, into a corner, like if you were, if you could not get your car out with the with the ice and snow, like this past week had. Could you, would you have done it? What would you, I was starving. If you were stuck, if you were stuck at your house, obviously you were able to drive to the grocery store, right? Yeah. Like we didn't get, we didn't get my wife's car out of our driveway until Saturday. No. Yeah. Saturday. It was that frozen in. I I, I would, if I was forced to, like, I don't mind walking. Would I, I would choose not to, I would find every other solution. I would eat frozen pizzas Frozen chicken pot pies. You would just eat. You would clean out the freezer. Soups, oatmeal, popcorn. I I would Postmates. And Postmates at one night last week was you couldn't even get anything. So you're kind of in that situation. So yeah, I I problem solve. But all right, five five. I I like says I did it. Walk two and a half miles in Memphis to (laughs) through ten inches of snow. To the grocery. That is a long walk. So, uh, all right, guys, that, that was, I, I enjoyed that win. I'll take yeah, that no, victory that was for the rest a, of yeah, the week. Bad. It was a bad performance on my end. I thought I did good with your, with your jail scenario. I, look, I, I had another one. I thought I, I chose the right one. That, good. All right, guys. Hope you have a great Monday. Buck rising back tonight for A to Z sports primetime at eight central time. A to Z sports podcast network. Tons of great content out there. Talking Preds, Vols and Titans throughout the week. We'll see you guys later on on tomorrow, a Tuesday show. We'll talk to you guys then. Have a good Monday. See you later. Adios.